Hello friends and welcome to Kosher Style Stories by Barbara Hannah Austin. If you love a good story, you're in for a treat. So sit back and relax and listen to Barbara. So this story, this this story that you're about to read us, um, tell tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, I like to think back and remember certain parts of my life. And I remember my life changing drastically when my sister was born. I mean, mm. I was the only child for seven years. Mm. And they tell me I was very difficult and... Uh, what 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 could I say? I was there, but I didn't think I was difficult. But anyway, when Rhoda was born, everything changed. And this is the story about my family telling me that I was going to have a baby. I was not having a baby. My mother was having a baby. And they kept saying, this is your baby. And it never made sense until way later. <laughs> so this is that story. Okay. My Baby, 1940. It was September, and Brooklyn was enjoying an Indian summer when he told me. His smile shined like the sun. They had prayed for another child, and it finally happened. Mother will bring your baby home tomorrow, my father proudly said, touching the cigars in his vest pocket. My baby, it was not, since I was not consulted, and from what Adele, my best friend, said about her new brother, had I been, surely I would have chosen a puppy. Adele lived upstairs from the bakery, and we lived upstairs from the, from the linoleum store. Even though a house wasn't a train, it was called a railroad flat. At night, I would lay in bed thinking, what will happen when my baby comes to my house? In commemoration of the blessed event, my father gave me a $5 bill to be donated at my school to the American Red Cross's very first drive for funds. It was 1940 and America was at war. My father folded the bill into a small square and placed it in the pocket of my pinafore. Since the price of gas then was 11 cents a gallon, $5 was a fortune. My second grade teacher, Miss Cristiano, had the class applaud me. Being a star thrilled me so much, I wished I could take the feeling and fold it into one more small square and save it forever. I didn't. My mother suffered from what then was called melancholy. Her on and off joylessness impacted our lives day after day. I was told to never talk about it to anyone. I wanted to tell someone because I knew I would feel better. I never did. Some months earlier, I suspected something was up since Mother was getting bigger by the minute. She was so fat in the middle that her belly button popped out. Seeing that change was the last straw. I had to know what was going on. Early this particular morning, my mother seemed happy, almost like the mother of my friends. So it was a perfect time to ask. Soft, smiling, and fragrant with joy perfume, she took my hand, opened her pink chenille robe, and placed my fingers on her belly. Daddy planted a tiny baby seed, she said, holding me close, and it's growing right in here. I smiled and didn't flinch, even though my hand was close to her sticky outy belly button. Your baby, she continued, will be born with little fingers and toes and maybe even big blue eyes like you. Hmm, 
Big blue eyes like me, huh? I whispered. When too loud a no jumped out of my mouth. I want the baby to have big brown eyes, not blue like me, I said. Oh, well, Mommy replied, let's keep that in our mind and say a prayer to Hashem. So, if he hears you, he may give you what you want. Wouldn't that be a happy time? Seeing my mother's smile meant everything to me. Sadly, it never lasted. We sat in the glow of the morning for a while, and then I had to go to school, so I kissed her belly, gave her a hug. We said a prayer about the baby, and silently, I asked, please let me find the same happy mummy when I get home. I don't remember how much longer it was when the baby they called my baby, Rhoda, came home. It turned cold and the trees were bare. The whole phone ran off the hook with mazel tovs. When Aunt Gertie called, she asked, So, Barbara, how's your baby? Reliving the time, I now realized the sound of her voice. It was as if my mother's sister knew what was going on in the house, and there would be trouble ahead. Time passed, and it was confirmed she was mine. When mother wasn't nursing her, I gave her the bottle, changed her, smoothed desitin on her bottom, and kissed her a whole bunch. It was only at burping time that I couldn't be around because of my chancy upchuck mechanism. There was no way to describe the yucky stuff that erupted from my baby's pink rosebud-like lips. Sadly, my mother never got better. She took to her bed a few days a week, and on those days, she didn't comb her hair or bathe. When Rhoda cried, I brought her to her breast. It was the only time she seemed content and her spirits would lift for a little while. I would plan carefully to tell her about some small happening of the day, making it funnier than it was. Somehow in my mind, I kind of felt that if I said the right thing, she would be better. Daddy worked downstairs in the store, and even when he was upstairs, he was no help. I stayed with her after school till bedtime. She seemed to nod and smile when I stroked her hair, my mother, that is, not the baby. After a while, when I got one cold after another, Miss Viola, Aunt Gertie's girl, came for two weeks to help me. She made sure I had breakfast and would pin my starched day of the week hanky to my blouse every day. When two weeks ended, I hugged her fiercely because somehow I knew that there might never be anyone again in my life that would give me Gulliver-like hugs and smell like cookies being baked. It was mid-October when she left, and the house felt empty as the naked trees. Brooklyn's Indian summer had passed. Kosher Style Stories are written and read by Barbara Hannah Austin, with episodes produced and edited by me, E.L. Richards, for Fat Femme Media in association with Big Shtick Productions. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you're listening to this right now. You can also help others find kosher style stories by giving us five stars and leaving a detailed review. We promise to read all of your comments. Thanks for listening. 